Welcome to another Scientology Fair Game Love Podcast. Hi, Mikey. Hi, Lily. How's things out there today? Not bad. Not bad? That sounds like a bit of a bullshit answer. Well, no. I was actually going to say that's pretty positive for me. It, it is. Yeah. It is. That's why I said it sounds like a bit of a bullshit answer. Listen, I want to tell you guys. Well, first, we should introduce our guest, but I want to tell you a little bit about why I said, you know, not bad. Okay. Let's okay. introduce, not our guest, our family. Hi, Claire. We have Claire Headley with us today. And, and honestly, you know this, Leah, and Claire knows this. She is perhaps my favorite person or one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. So yeah. we're really happy to have Claire with us today. I love you both. Thank you for having me back. Claire, why don't you tell us just quickly, those who haven't watched The Aftermath, but for those who haven't, you can see Claire Headley's episode um, on The Aftermath, and Mike will pull up put up that episode on the on his blog. But Claire, why don't you explain who you, who you are very quickly and, and who you were in the Sea Org? Yes. So I was um, born into Scientology, spent the first 30 years of my life uh, from birth to 30 in, the, in Scientology. Um, and in the Sea Org from 16 to 30, eight years of those were spent in Religious Technology Center, where I rose to being, quote unquote, number three in command under Marty Rathbun um, and working very closely, unfortunately, with David Miscavige for many years. The leader of Scientology. And uh, when she says RTC, that, like, like Claire said, that, that is David Miscavige's personal organization. And Correct. those executives that worked in RTC are, are seen as the highest ranking Scientology officials in all of Scientology, of which Mike was part of, Claire, Marty Rathbun, as you mentioned. Marty was left the Sea Org, spoke out against Scientology and David Schedule, and is now back in Scientology, um, uh, full-time work doing hate videos, comical videos, I would say, for Scientology. Yes. Yeah. Yes, anyway. laughable actually because of his his extensive history of criminals, criminals out, and history, now by the way, self-admitted reversing himself. Yes, I know, I know yeah. exactly. It's yeah, it's, and if you want to see what the Church of Scientology said about Marty Rathbun, just look up uh, his hate website, which is weird that they still have it up. Yeah, yes. right. They probably just were like, "No, we can't take it. That'd be too crazy." It would be too would obvious be too that obvious. they've yeah, converted right. him. Yes, But exactly. guess what, Scientology, <laughs> geniuses, it's too fucking obvious. <laughs> it is so obvious. It's so obvious it's pitiful. Right. Now, Claire, like I said, you appeared on our show, but also your husband, Mark uh, Headley, who you stayed with after leaving the Stewart, which I think is amazing and have, and have a beautiful family now, uh, wrote a book called Blown for Good, if you guys want to pick that up. All right, but Mike, what I was going to say at the beginning was yes. Naturally, I've been doing some, you know, studying. I'm a student of NYU, everyone. Yes, ma'am. Uh, but I've been doing some study and through my therapy, um, you know, learning things about the brain, things we've never learned. You know, we never learned depression. We never learned anything in the mental health department. Like never, never. That's not even a thing in Scientology, even though they claim to be. <laughs> Uh, the leaders of uh, mental health, uh, whatever. And I was reading things about why the brain is, uh, why I'm apt to be so negative. So again, I thought I was special. Not so much. Your brain is set up to hold on to negative things because of the fight or flight in your brain. But over time, 
We don't need that. We don't need that adrenaline to save our lives literally every minute, every time we get upset, every time. But the brain is a self-protecting mechanism. And so that is why it holds on to the negativity more than the positive because your brain is searching and like looking for dangerous. What's dangerous to you today? We're going to protect you. I'm going to protect you. Are you getting the concept of this? Yes. Yes, totally. Like a reactive mind. No, it isn't. <laughs> no, 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 no. I want to. I want to add one thing though. Okay. Because I was thinking about this literally yeah. this morning. I was going. I wonder if it's because I was born and raised in Scientology that when something happens, I instantly jump to the worst, absolute worst possible conclusion. Right. And then I have to kind of talk myself off the ledge to go. No, no. Just find out what happened. I'm sure you're jumping to the terrible conclusion. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> right. Now, the problem is because we have that, right? This is a science of the mind, and you guys could look this up. But it talks about like the five to one ratio in relationships that for every negative, you give five positives to offset this negativity in relationships, blah, 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 right? And the problem with Scientology and cults like it is that this is already going on. So, Unless from birth you're teaching your kids, okay, but find the positive. Okay, let's live in this positive moment. Don't you love this ice cream? Isn't this ice cream amazing? I want you to look around. Look how pretty the trees are. Really, let's really enjoy this park day. Let's, you know, your brain is apt to go to the other way. Danger, danger, danger. The problem with Scientology is that it exacerbates this and it is so hard to undo. So you're partially right, Claire. Like, not partially right. You're right about it being Scientology, because you were never taught to think positively. You were taught to hate everybody, as I was, hate the yes. world, hate everybody who isn't us. Everybody means you harm. Everybody is dangerous to you. And so that part of the brain is really, really um, uh, matured in that way. Yes. And so that's why we have to also, so when I, so long story, longer, Mike, mm. that's why I said, not bad, because I'm trying okay. to offset my inclination <laughs> to be like, I suck as a daughter. I suck as a mother. I should have got a Christmas tree. I should get two Christmases. I should I should have maybe got this for Thanksgiving. I should have maybe got this table set. Maybe I should have gotten those things from Pottery Barn, like when I saw them. You know, like I hear you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I hear you. Absolutely. Well, that's very good, Leah. Well, now I'm back to being in a bad mood. That's excellent. I hate everything. I, it doesn't work. Oh, okay. Because now we're talking about this. All right. So, oh, in, okay, okay. So the reason why we're talking about this and and just to bring, let's bring everybody up to date about what's happening, has been happening in the courts, Mike and Claire. Okay. We're going to talk today about Scientology, quote, unquote, arbitration. Those two words just don't go together. Correct. But Scientology has convinced people that there is such a thing as Scientology arbitration. And this is... At, uh, has come to the forefront in every legal case that has been filed, uh, both the victims of Danny Masterson's civil suit, Valerie's civil suit, the Garcia case. Scientology has walked into court and said, you can't bring a lawsuit here because these people signed a contract with us that said that they will engage in arbitration. And the arbitration is, quote-unquote, Scientology religious arbitration. 
And as any Scientologist knows, there is actually no such thing. But there is a contract that people sign that says that they will agree to Scientology religious arbitration. Because people sign these contracts as a condition of being able to participate in Scientology services. Right. So it's, a, it's sort of a, you sign dozens of these things. Every time you start a course, every time you start auditing, you're expected to sign one of these forms. They're big, long, small print forms that contain all sorts of language. By the that, way, not allowed to have a lawyer look at, and you're really not even encouraged to read it. No, not <laughs> right. at all. Let's, yes. This is hurry up and sign so that we can get your money. And if you ask a question, they literally start putting you into an inter. They start considering putting you into an interrogation room. Going, why are you asking these questions? Are you threatening Scientology with legal suit? Why would you want to have it looked at? Right. Yes. Yep. Exactly. I, I don't. I don't think I've actually ever met somebody who did read the entirety of it when they were in Scientology. Correct. At one time, it's almost uh, like that's almost even part of the questioning. Like, well, why would you want to read it in its entirety? Why would you why don't not trust us? You have doubts yes. about Scientology's leadership. You have doubts about our intentions towards you. You the have enemy. doubts that you're exactly. Yeah, you're an enemy. You're bordering. You've taken on the color of an, of an enemy. enemy, right? And so, to avoid that, parishioners and Seerg members alike just sign it. Correct. Yep. You're not ready to challenge our so-called church. So we just right. sign it. We just sign it. Right. And we've signed it a thousand times over. Yes. Okay. But the reason that we were talking to Claire and why we wanted to have mm -hmm. this discussion is Scientology then walked into court when the court said, when the Garcias actually said, well, wait a minute, we don't know what this religious arbitration is. What the, what the hell is this? We'd never heard of such a thing. Mm -hmm. So Scientology walked into court and said, well, we have made a determination that uh, the religious arbitration is done pursuant to the Hubbard policy letters on conducting of a committee of evidence. And anybody who has been in Scientology that knows what a committee of evidence is, and we're going to go through this in some detail, knows that that is so far removed from the concept of a neutral arbitration, it isn't funny. Right. And Claire happened to be in a position where, because of her role in the organization, she had the authority to convene a committee of evidence. And I had the authority to convene a committee of evidence when I was a member of the Watchdog Committee. And as the, the commanding officer of the Office of Special Affairs, and I have convened many COMEVs, and Claire has convened many COMEVs. We have also been what's called interested parties, in, or at least I have been the interested party in many COMEVs. More, more accurately named guilty as charged. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and to... to Anybody that understands what a committee of evidence is, the absolute chutzpah of Scientology walking into court and saying, our committee of evidence is a religious arbitration, is a neutral arbitration, is just absurd. It's so ridiculous that it's like, what the fuck are you people Actually, talking about? Actually, I think it's brilliant on the side of Scientology. What I 
think who has balls to to call themselves a uh, an intelligent judge is them who are falling for the Scientology charade in the courts. And listen, and, it, and like you said many times, Mike, um, the listen, the court is overloaded, so they, they prefer things to, you know, in a perfect world, yes, we'd all be in arbitration, not fighting it out in the courts and wasting time and wasting resources on our petty, you know, arguments with each other and business disputes and all this stuff, right? But this is not an arbitration. Scientology does not have an arbitration. And this farce being carried on and and uh, accepted by judges is what is so crazy making. And and journalists, even even people that I like, write arbitration. I go, put it in quotes, don't put it in fucking quotes. Stop using the fucking word. There is no such thing. And when you stop writing arbitration with Scientology, maybe we'll get somewhere. And so- right. We're trying to, listen, if you, anybody out there has friends, cousins, an uncle who is in the court system, who is a judge, please have them listen to this. I don't know how else to communicate to people, Mike, that there is no such fucking thing. Right. Other than yep. this. Let's talk about what a comev is, shall we, for a second? Yes. Yes. I'll let Claire do a little talking here because I've been yakking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. But I'm going to set it up and then you guys, you have at it because I want to ask you some questions about the actual. So now Scientology has these big red and green books. Everybody could have access to them. They're actually not so hard to find. But this is called uh, OEC, Organization Executive Course, um, HCO Division, which is just bullshit jargon for Scientology administrative nonsense. Anyway. The, the, this particular book, and there's how many of these, Mike? Like um, the green vowels. There's, hold on. Claire? There's seven, eight, twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Uh, literally, I'm looking at page 1077. 1077. Like, that, that's how big these books are, okay? And this is how Scientology management is run. Um, so if anybody ever wanted to, to know about that, specifically anybody going up against Scientology should have access to these books, which, again, contact us. We have the books. All right. This is called Ethics Review. Mike and Claire, you guys know, you're familiar with this. Yes, yes definitely. Ethics Review is, uh, you know, justice actions, right, Mike, Claire? Yes. Yep. It gives the series of steps that go increasingly bad down the list of Scientology stuff that can happen to you. Right. So if you get yes. in trouble in Scientology, whether you're a Scientologist or a Sea Org member, this would apply. Like, all the policies apply, Sea Org members mainly Correct. to all to all yes absolutely okay. um so let me just read to you so in in uh, on page 745 is a uh, and you could put this on the blog mike comef committee of evidence a committee of evidence is considered the most severe form of ethics action so it is a like a court martial would you say yes yes it is like that yeah yes the most severe action Scientology will take against its own. It says it right, right. here. Okay. Yep. One must not be idly threatened or requested. Only a COMEV can recommend suspension or remove certificates or awards or memberships or recommend dismissal. So just to show you how severe a committee of evidence is. So far, anybody who is familiar with uh, arbitration 
Does this sound fucking remotely like a impartial action, Mike Claire? Nope, it's definitely not. not. <laughs> it is the I mean it, it is the mechanism by which somebody can could theoretically be expelled from Scientology or assigned to the rehabilitation project force or a, declared a suppressive person. It mm. it is absolutely like you said court martial or worse even maybe right. even like uh awaiting you know in a prison cell awaiting you know your final you are already guilty when you show up to if you've been com evved which is the way you know that that's how we use it if you are being com evved everybody looks at like you fucking lowest form of life that you're being com yes it is yes severe and- go ahead Yes, no, I was just going to say, yeah, when you're called before a committee of evidence, there's an issue that's put out on on you to everybody. And in that issue where it says you are now being called before a committee of evidence, it details the high crimes and crimes and suppressive acts that you are charged with for the committee of evidence to review and decide if you are guilty or not guilty of those. severe highest level of crimes considered in Scientology. It, right. It's always includes high crimes, suppressive acts, crimes, a whole listing of the things you're accused of. And Mike, if you can put up the Scientology high crimes and suppressive acts within this conversation so people understand, yep. a high crime in Scientology is departing Scientology publicly for which you get uh, put on an enemy list. No one can talk to you in Scientology and, you know, a crime is just a crime. You, you just got to report that to, you know, your church of Scientology, you know, rape or anything <clears> like that. But a high crime in Scientology, publicly departing Scientology or reporting any illegal activity to civil authorities. Interesting. Correct. Anyway, I mean, it's fucking crazy. Let me just say something, Leah, uh, mm-hmm. just following up what Claire Please. said. There is another policy letter that Hubbard wrote, and I'm going to quote from this because this gives you the flavor of a committee. It says, Committee of Evidence. A committee of evidence is convened on the subject of a known crime or high crime as it has come to be looked on and is a trial by jury Mm -hmm. there being a charge. Now, wait. Is that what an arbitration is, Mike? (laughs) You're found guilty. Yeah, enough for the enough for the sarcasm okay. there. Everything that we discussed <laughs> today will come to the conclusion that there is no such thing as arbitration in Scientology. Right. There never was. There right. is not. Never will be. It's a fabricated illusion that they their Scientology lawyers have devised yes. to cover their asses. Right now, levels of ethics action actions in the same policy letter. It says ethics actions in degree of severity are as follows. It goes from number one to 36. Okay. Do you want to know where a committee of evidence is? Like number 34? Yeah. (laughs) And then the end of it is expulsion from Scientology. The above is a rough guide to the severity of discipline. And it is insane. Now, so that's how severe a committee of evidences that they're proposing is an impartial committee of arbitration. Yes. Right. 
So now we get to page 924 in this HCO policy letter of 7 September 1963, Mike. Scientology. Five, justice. Committees of evidence, Scientology, jurisprudence, administration of. Interesting to note in, in parentheses underneath the heading, guys, this system is for use in all matters of justice in Scientology. And that was what they used to tell the court, see, this is what it says. It says that this is used in all matters of justice in Scientology. And if you start quibbling about, well, wait a minute, arbitration isn't justice. Justice is meeting out of penalties for Mm -hmm. crimes that you have committed. Oh, well, no, that's not how we define it. And you're not allowed to pry into how we define our own religious beliefs Mm -hmm. because that's a violation of the First Amendment. You can't entangle yourself in our uh, religious practices and policies. So you just have to shut up and listen to what we tell you it is. Mm -hmm. So this is where this goes completely and utterly bonkers. Mm -hmm. Because... Here is the reality is that Scientology is walking into court and saying, Judge, court, you must enforce this secular agreement. These people have signed a contract and you are required to enforce that contract Mm -hmm. because that's what a contract is. It's enforceable by a court. And then the court says, well, How am I supposed to understand what this contract actually means? Mm -hmm. Well, we'll tell you what it means. Well, how do I know that that's true? Well, you just have to take our word for it because you can't second guess it anyway because it's all our religious practices. Right. And it is this catch-22. I mean, Joseph Heller couldn't have written the script for this better than the way that Scientology has manipulated the courts into Mm -hmm. believing the bullshit. Mm -hmm. And there's an even bigger issue of the lack of neutrality of this quote-unquote committee of evidence, which is the concept of an arbitration is that two sides come together and there is one or a panel of people who are neutral that make a decision about who's right and who's wrong Mm -hmm. in whatever their dispute is. That's the fundamental principle of what an arbitration is. A Scientology Committee of Evidence is no such thing. There is a thing called a convening authority in Scientology. Mm -hmm. And that is the person who has the authority to bring committee of evidence or charge someone with crimes and high crimes in a committee of evidence Mm -hmm. that convening authority has total authority to accept reject disband that the findings of a committee of evidence are not valid until it has been signed off by the convening authority Mm -hmm. so in the case of this quote, religious arbitration, the convening authority is said to be the international justice chief of Scientology. Mm-hmm. That's this this humanoid Mike called Mike Ellis. Mike Ellis. And he is just a, a large mouthpiece. He doesn't make any decisions about anything. Mm-hmm. He just does what he's told. Yeah. But the convening authority, Mike Ellis, has the authority to say, oh, I don't like what you guys did. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not approving it. Or I'm changing what you did. I'm going to change the findings that you made. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make it lesser. Mm-hmm. You decided to award uh, someone $100,000. I'm just going to decide to make that a smaller award. I'm going to make it a $20,000 award. And these people that sit on these committees of evidence sit on them under the threat that if they don't, and here's another policy by Hubbard, if the convening authority decides that the committee is not energetic in its activities, slack and negligent or biased, prone to overlook actual guilt, seem to be condoning crimes of a high nature, the convening authority may cause the committee members, each one, to undergo examination for crimes of a similar nature at the hands of a newly appointed officer. So, And when we're saying crimes, everybody, we don't mean real crimes. Like, I mean, yes, no. they we're talking of crimes against Scientology. Right. Crimes according to Scientology, which right. does not include physical, mental, sexual abuse, by the way. I don't want anybody to get the idea that this is like, hey, you have to be just and right or, or, you know, we're getting rid of you. This is like if you have any sympathy for the person who is being charged with a high crime of, yes, I did go to the FBI with what I saw in Scientology, they will investigate you and say, well, you're not the right person. Yeah, and you'll be investigated for perhaps, for perhaps being an FBI agent. I just want to go over one more thing with you guys, and then I literally want you and Claire to talk, or more so Claire. Okay. <laughs> just a few, just a few for, for those you know, people in law enforcement and, and in our judicial system, if you think Scientology has any fucking respect for you, this is just one of, I could keep you awake. But like, it, it would be years if I put together a list of actual writings of anti-government, anti-American, anti-democracy of L. Ron Hubbard. Like, it, it's it, it's insane, right, guys? Like, yeah. Mike? There, it is it was, insane. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. There's no respect for the law. As a matter of fact, Scientology and L. Ron Hubbard use a term called WOG law, meaning, you know, law that is not our law. That, you know, it's uh, the WOG law, real laws are shit and beneath us, we're superior. We have our own law. So we don't subscribe to WOG law. Am I exaggerating? Nope, not okay. one bit. So this is on page 939, Mike. The justice of Scientology, its use and purpose being a Scientologist. And you might want to put this up, Mike. But. It says, if we have a superior law code and legal system which gives real justice to people, we will simply flow easily over the society and everyone will win. Where we fail to apply our own administration, technology, and justice procedures to the society around us, let let alone Scientology, we will fail. Then he goes on to say, don't react to Scientology justice as though it were wog law in societies, this is in quotes, courts, one is given the works and the truth, and truth has little bearing on the findings, a mean judge or clever attorney and small legal errors decide a lot in their cases. Wog courts are like throwing dice. There is huge cost and publicity and punishment galore, even for the innocent. So we must preserve our own justice and use it. That's the main lesson. If we don't use it in all questions where the truth of the matter is in doubt, we'll just go on being wogs. Could you imagine? 
Mm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm also, I'll put that one on there. I'm also going to put another one called New Hope for Justice, which is even Please. more outrageous, where Please. he says courts, judges, the FBI, police, they're all the people that promote criminality. Yes. <laughs> and again, they are getting away with today, today, walking into the court saying, judge, we just want them to go to arbitration. And the judge is like, okay. Sounds good. Like there is such a fucking thing. Now, Claire. Right. Yes. You have administered or been uh, the big boss on these committees of evidences. I want to yes. give everybody a real example. Mike, feel free to chime in. I am in Scientology. Let's say I am in Scientology. I am going on the internet, looking at the truth about Scientology. I have uh, filed a missing persons report on a friend that I haven't seen in Scientology. And I have a committee of evidence. Now, you guys see these things on my paper. It's already adjudicated that I have done these things. Yes. Here's a proof. Here's a police report filed by Leah Remini with her friend Shelly for her friend Shelly Miscavige that she hasn't seen. Here she is talking to this, um, uh, what are you, Mike, a baby shaker, wife beater? Yeah, and a bit of defruct apostate on the fringes of the internet. <laughs> Oh, Mike, that makes me laugh every time you say it. <laughs> like I said, I've got that Fancy. right. Uh, I'm putting that after my name. B-D-F-A-F-I. Bidafafi. <laughs> Some people say PhD. I say Mike Rinder. Bidafafi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. So what happens, Claire and Mike? Take me through this um, impartial arbitration of Scientology. Yes. Yeah, so the step one is the committee of evidence is convened, meaning the convening authority or, you know, whether it be Mike or myself, we will put out a notification to all Scientologists that you are now being called before a committee of evidence. And you're being charged with the following suppressive acts, high crimes, like, for example, that you're violating KSW, keeping Scientology working one to 10. You're not uh, using Scientology to solve every single one of your life problems. You've been listening to the Internet and um, and questioning whether Scientology would possibly intend harm to Shelley Miscavige. And instead of going through Scientology channels, you've gone to the police, which is absolutely 100% violates so many policies, like you said. Um, so first of all, the, so th this notification will be put out to everybody, your family, your friends, everybody that you know will know that you're in deep shit. And in this, and in this thing, we'll say something like, Leah has been charged with suppressive acts, which is an evil, like, which yes. is, you know, expulsion time, right? Suppressive yes. acts. And yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I think it's important to note it's kept very general. So it will not say Leah Googled Scientology or Leah 
filed a missing person report on Shelly because mm-hmm. if it were that specific, then everybody's going to go, well, where's Shelly? <laughs> or, well, maybe I should Google what Leah Googled. You know, oh, it won't I be see. specific. It will be very general, just terrible, like, you know, broad, terrible acts that you've been charged with. And so you've already, so you've already let people know who might be on this committee of evidence that my church is saying I am guilty of horrible things. So you've already kind of skewed everybody's uh, opinion that might serve on this committee. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's right. So even though it's given the, uh, you know, this name, quote unquote, of a fact finding body, that is really just a complete farce. Mm -hmm. The facts are already listed in your ethics file and in the this committee of evidence issue that's been sent out to everybody saying you're being charged with these crimes. So now, so there's going to be a chairman and then four to seven people. There'll be a, a chairman, a secretary, and then members. So you, you will be called before four to seven of your quote unquote peers. And so, for example, if, if it were you, they would choose people that you looked up to and respected. Mm-hmm. Um, they wouldn't choose, you know, maybe they would try to find other celebrities, for example, mm-hmm. that you thought were on par in terms of your activity in Scientology. They need to be senior and have ethics presence with you so that you feel humiliated and put down by this entire process. Okay. And... Then uh, they will um, they'll they'll convene and have um, probably multiple meetings. They'll interview you, and also too, we should. I think it's important to note that when this committee of evidence is issued, every one of your friends and family is going to promptly write up tons of knowledge reports on you to report every single little thing that they think you might have been doing. So the committee of evidence people go, uh, you know, in charge, go, uh, go actively after Scientologists, my family members, my friends and say, we need you to write internal reports about all the fucked up things Leah might be doing. Like Leah, yes. I, you know, I went to the store with Leah and, you know, she bought a, uh, you know, a Christian cross and that's not okay. Yes. She's uh, clearly disaffected. Yeah. Correct. And if they weren't to not re- write these reports at this stage of the committee of evidence, yeah then they they would run the risk of being added as an interested party if it was discovered that they knew something and had not reported it. And didn't report it, it. right. Yes. So right. If, he, if no one's ever seen the movie 1984, this is what this is. Anyway, so then- Right, 100%. and just, just before we go on, Lee, yeah. I think that we should do a whole separate episode, which we have never done, on yeah. Scientology knowledge reports and ethics reports. Oh my God, Mike, my, my favorite report- you know, everybody should know that. Uh, I, I was Don't just, get off into it now. Let's no, save I, it for I, that I, episode. I just, I just want to say one thing. There's like 27 types of reports one is to write in Scientology. One of my favorite ones was an annoyance. Literally, there's a report called an annoyance report. Annoyance yes. report. And it simply is, it says, defined as anything that which annoys somebody. I was like, <laughs> writing Angelo up, my husband, all the time. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Agreed, Mike. No. So wait, I want to ask you guys a question. Yeah. What is the fucking purpose of all this? First of all, 
of, of convening a committee of evidence? What is the purpose of it? What is your intention? There's, uh, well, there's two intentions. Okay. One is it is intended to have an impact on the person and get them to sort of come to fly straight. Get, here, here. Get with the program. Get with the program. Gotcha. Yes. There you go. Get with the program. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay. And the second thing, and Hubbard says this in a number of policies, is so that executives aren't having to meet out all the the punishment on people so that they can sort of spread the fun around to everybody else right. and let them decide that they're going to screw this person and I, and I think, over. And I think what's important, to, what you said, Mike, is, is, is doling out the punishment. This is a punishment, everybody. This is not a fucking arbitration. This right. is a I mean, justice action in Scientology taken against the parishioner or its employees. The subject of known crimes and high crimes. Known yes. crimes and high crimes. And as Claire said, there is a thing called the Bill of Particulars and it lists down every single one of these. There may be 50 of them. And they're always yes. in block capitals. Mm-hmm. Like the... The charges, that's what it's called. You're charged with right. the following crimes and high crimes. You know what the first thing you have to do when you walk into a committee of evidence? What? How do you plead? You have to plead guilty or not guilty to yeah. every single crime or high crime. And in the process of doing that pleading as to whether you're saying, oh, I'm guilty or, oh, I'm not guilty. If you say I'm guilty, you have to state specifically why you're guilty <laughs> <laughs> so 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 wait i have a question oh and I, it's I, all recorded yeah. by the way of course it's of all course, recorded of yeah. course i have a question so when you guys are conducting the so you're doing the reports and you're getting all the reports in the person now appearing appearing at the committee of evidence is going to assume a scientologist right because no one you know, a wog, you know, a non-scientologist. going to show up. <laughs> no, no. But what I'm saying is they're showing up. I would only show up, Mike, if I wanted to remain in Scientology. In Correct. good standing with Scientology. Yes. That is because, I'm pointing out, this is a Scientology justice action. Whatever yes. findings come out of the Committee of Evidence is Scientology. Scientology related. It wouldn't be like, Leah, we know you're not a Scientologist anymore. And I go, listen, guilty. Yep. Wanted to know where the fuck Shelly was. Yep. Guilty. Want to know if she's dead or alive. Yep. Talked to Mike Grinder. Yep. Went on websites. Wanted to know the fucking truth about science. Fucking guilty, 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 motherfuckers, guilty. They'd say, let's pretend that I wouldn't be kicked out. You would need to do all of these Scientology processes and activities to be back in good standing with Scientology. They wouldn't say, yes. okay, Leah, we know you're not a Scientologist, so we want you to do anything religious at another church or whatever, volunteer at a, a Baptist church, Christian church, you know, like th- that wouldn't happen, right? Nope. Nope. No, 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 no. Leah, no. we want to make it right with you. So here's Shelly. We want to show you where Shelly... Would that happen? No. Okay. Never. No. Absolutely not. So that's my point. 
these judges are 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 suggesting that Valerie Haney, who is no longer in Scientology, be in a room with Scientologists and have them adjudicate Scientology justice to her. Correct. It's in, is that insane? It's yes. absolutely. It's it's like so bonkers. It's not funny. But let's put on yeah, top go. of that, Leah. We're talking about this from the from the side of being the convening authority, yeah. which Claire and I can talk about. But Please. there is the other side of this, which is being an interested party, which is okay. what you're called. The, the victim of a committee of evidence is called the interested party. And the interested party and the activity of being called before a committee of evidence is actually traumatizing. Yes. It is it is incredibly unpleasant. Now, so give me, as give you me an know, example. At, so give me an at, example you guys take 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 me through it. I remember the first committee of evidence I ever had. It was for, when I was being charged. <laughs> okay, this is a long idiotic story, but I was being charged with having had out 2D. And that means I had illicit sexual relations with a woman who was not my wife in the Sea Org. And this was because I had gone on a mission to Buffalo, New York, in the middle of a blizzard, and they didn't give me money for a hotel room. And and this woman, Julie Mayo, Julie Gillespie, and I arrived at Buffalo uh, in the middle of a blizzard at 11 o'clock at night and had $30 between us. We got a cab that cost us $5 to go to the closest hotel that we could find to where the org was that we were supposed to be going to the next morning on mm-hmm. this mission. And a room was $24.95. And we literally had $25. So oh, rather than sitting yeah. in the in the lobby, yeah. we got a room with two beds and went and slept in the two beds. Right. That resulted in me being, me and Julie being given a committee of evidence when we got back, charged with out to D, uh, whatever all those things are about, you know, denigrating the image of Scientology <laughs> and not setting course, a good example. Yeah, and, and, and the facts will be mentioned about the dollar, the uh, right, yeah, right, $30. That we had no but money Claire, or anything. What I love is, is Mike, this is, it, it implies that Scientology is very moral. Like, you, you know, one listening would be like, Wow, no, they actually like don't think it's appropriate for two people who work in a church to be saying it. You would think that Scientology stands on this high moral ground. Yes. It's really hysterical. Yeah. Yes. So is. you walk it so you walk into a room and there's like five people sitting there staring at you who are all believe that you <laughs> must have had uh-huh. sex with Julie Gillespie. Uh-huh. There is no way that you didn't, because otherwise we wouldn't be sitting here convening in this. this we wouldn't be wasting our time here at this comment. Right, the You're convening already authority already guilty is a yes. big yes. shot. In fact, yes. the big shot it was convened by the L. Ron Hubbard personal communicator Ken Urquhart, the like next to God. So they these people are like, and I'm going. Uh, not guilty, sir. I, no, I, I, I. Can I explain? No, we don't want to hear your. We don't want to hear your justifications. 
<laughs> I mean, it's like that sort of, and and you're, you're thinking. Yeah, it, there's you're nothing thinking, impartial about a committee of evidence. Like Mike says, you walk in, it's a, it's a, a group it's of a hostile figures that are determined to make you confess and, and punish you for what you've done. Right. Well, it says it right here. I mean, it says here. It says the condition, the condition of uh, the condition of name and condition is in capitals is declared upon subject in capitals by reasons of give specific reasons one after next, etc. Yeah, and it says at the request of blank title by the order of L. Ron Hubbard. The Director of Inspections, Division 4, Department 13, is to convene the intent of the speedy condu- conduct and conclusion of a committee of evidence. Name in capitals. The committee right. is convened to look into and bring findings on a matter of a possible, give type, misdemeanor, crime, high crime, give the exact charge very briefly from the Justice Code for which the maximum penalty is. I mean, it is very specific about guilt. Right. Yes. And and you are looking at these people and they hold your very existence in their hands. In Again, like in your mind you are looking at these that people that you want to stay in Scientology. Yes. Of course. It Correct. is completely traumatizing because yes. you in the church's mind are the epitome of evil and a piece of shit. And right. your group and- has said, these are the crimes committed by Mike. These are the crimes committed by Claire. Yes. Right. Yeah. And, and, and literally, it is walking in guilty until proven innocent. Now imagine. But let's, not let, proven. Let's take it, let's but take you it can't out prove insane. it by justification. No, you I understand. Not- I, want, I want to hang on for a second. Mike. Yes. Let's imagine that th- now we're talking about somebody who's a Scientologist or a Seerg member like you guys. Now imagine if this was a known suppressive person declared already by Scientology to be an enemy, to be fair game. You have seen, you, you know, these people are no longer in your church. They are considered enemies. L. Ron Hubbard and yourself believe this person should literally die, be removed from the face of the earth. And actually that you make a good point because even according to Hubbard policy, such a person has no right to a committee of evidence Correct. because their only terminal is the international justice chief. Mike Ellis. Right. So what you're saying is, Claire, Mike, that a person like me, Valerie, the Garcias, the Danny Masterson victims, all declared suppressive enemies of Scientology, we yes. are already on the list of no contact, no talking to them, how could we go into a committee of evidence and talk to Scientologists if they're not allowed to talk to us? Right. You literally can't. Not allowed to talk to us. If I was to, and people, please understand, I'm not saying this to be funny. I really am not saying this to be funny. If I was to walk into a committee of evidence and Claire was the chairman of this committee of Evans, or Mike, and I started to talk, what would you do, Claire? Mike? Shut you down. 
you wouldn't listen to me like, no, 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 no. Okay. I, I mean, I would not be able to listen to anything you said if I, I were in Scientology. You're not allowed yes. to actually hear the words coming. So I'd say, yeah. hi, Claire, listen, I just want you to know, Mike, these things are true, but only because what would happen? You literally would say, stop talking. Yes. Correct. In fact, this is exactly what happened when this sham proceeding happened with the Garcias. Can you explain to our yes. viewers, our listeners, the Garcias, what happened? The Garcias ultimately were ordered. You can't. You don't have any rights to appeal things until you've gone and had your arbitration, and then we'll know whether any, there was anything wrong. Yeah. So they went and had their arbitration, and boy, was there a shitload of stuff that was wrong. So they came back to the court, and they said, look, Your Honor, this was a complete sham proceeding, A, they told us that we could have attorneys present, but then when we showed up, they wouldn't let the attorneys home. They said that we could put on evidence. They, When we showed up with evidence, the IJC was there, this impartial body run by the IJC. He was there, and he threw out a whole bunch of stuff saying it was, quote, in theta. Okay, explain what in theta is. In theta means it's a Scientology term, which stands for in turbulated theta, no, but no, it no, means no, no, bad just- news. Bad it news, upsetting. Bad news, upsetting stuff. And more specifically, negativity towards Scientology. Right. Right. Everything yep. inside, anything outside of Scientology is considered end theta by Scientologists. They cannot confront a fucking thing, a tweet, a headline that's end theta. Right. Yes. So they weren't allowed to present evidence. And then when Luis Garcia attempted to speak, they told him, they basically put their fingers in their ears and said, nya, 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 in theta, in theta, in theta, we're not listening. And then started giving him a lecture about how <laughs> he was a suppressive person. So this is exactly what happened. So what happened, Mike? Did, did they go into the court and say, judge, this is what happened. This is a farce. This is insane. This is yes. a travesty of judge. Like, did they say any of these things? All of these things. And the and judge said, oh, I think that the law says that we're supposed to be in favor of arbitration. And this didn't meet the standards for what re- is required for unconscionability and blah, blah, blah. So then they appealed it. And a year ago, that was argued, and then like a week or two ago, the decision came down from uh, the 11th Circuit Appeals Court, and two judges said, two judges took the easy way that all the other courts have done and basically said, ah, well, we've looked at all the law, and the law says that unconscionability requires blood, and like all this mumbo What is unconscionability? What does that mean? It's not uh, reasonable. It's, it's, so, they, so they were saying what happened in Scientology Committee of Evidence was reasonable. Yes, that it met the <laughs> standards described by the cases <sighs> that are precedent. But realize this is the first case there has ever been that mm-hmm. has Scientology arbitration. So mm-hmm. they're applying all the standards of normal arbitration law mm-hmm. to Scientology arbitration. Because, because but there is none. Yeah. As we know, mm-hmm. this is the first time in the history of the universe that there was a Scientology religious arbitration procedure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But one of the judges who... The smart one of the three. Oh, can you please said, name him or her? Yes, his name is 
Judge Rosenbaum. Okay. And he wrote a very extensive dissent. This is what happens in in appeals courts when the person is not in the majority, but they Mm -hmm. strongly disagree with what's being said by the majority opinion. They write what's called a dissent. And his dissent is quite brilliant because he actually bases his decision on the facts of what happened in the Scientology quote-unquote arbitration, not the theoretical law. But what were the facts, Mike? And he says, look, the court found, first of all, he starts out his, his dissent by saying, you can't make up the rules as you go along. It's a basic concept of fairness, and it's one that applies to arbitration as well. And that basically sums up what he says. He says, look, the court made a determination that the church had, quote, failed to present any convincing evidence supporting this constrained contention that a committee of evidence provides the rules and procedures governing arbitration. And he goes through and he says, the court found the arbitration don't make any reference to committees of evidence. Committees Mm -hmm. of evidence makes no reference to arbitration. That the a committee of evidence is, is the the rules were being made up as they went along. They said that one thing was going to happen and then something else happened. They said they were, could be a, a lawyer there. Then they said they couldn't. They said they'd accept evidence. Then they said it was in theta. Then mm-hmm. they this, then they that. And that this, he says, look, you can't pretend that if you don't know <laughs> what procedure you're entering into, and the procedure is completely controlled by one of the parties who just makes it up as they go along, mm-hmm. that that's a neutral arbitration. Mm-hmm. I don't care what all the laws about the standards for arbitration are. This just can't be an arbitration as we know it. Mm-hmm. And that this is this sums up the problem with these courts and their treatment of Scientology. They try and apply the law that has been written for sensible things to the irrational shit of Scientology. But you're right. And Scientology tries to wheedle itself into mm-hmm. being positioned as we're just like everybody else. But they are. But, but uh, I wish right. I could say not that they're at all. Uh, they're not, they're, it they're would have not. been an extremely different yeah. outcome had an actual arbitrator right. exactly. carried out the arbitration. Right. An actual arbitrator. And and the other, the other point that just strikes me as we're talking about this, let's just stop, cut the bullshit. L. Ron Hubbard said everything about everything. This is how you shine your shoes. This is how you wash windows. This is how you maintain a car. And yet he did not advise as to what the steps of an arbitration is because there is no such fucking thing. Exactly. There's no such (laughs) thing as an arbitration. And and there is none. And you're right. You guys are right. And Mike, specifically what you you were referencing, what the judge was speaking about, you're right. It has never been done. And yet they are trying to use precedence to, to make adjudications, but there is none. <laughs> there are no cases because there has never been a Scientology arbitration because it doesn't exist. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And, and let's just be totally clear about something else, Leah. 
the members of a committee of evidence feel a responsibility mm-hmm. and have are given a responsibility to dish out justice. Scientology justice. And when it comes to someone who is declared an SP, it is their religious obligation to treat the suppressive person as, well, Hubbard said that suppressive people should, what did they, What's his exact words? I'm going to find these exact okay. words. You thinking about the you you um well there's the one about leaving the door open a crack, but then there's also uh, there's an advice where Hubbard said if you escape from the the headquarters where we worked, then you bolt the door shut and don't ever ever let the person back in. Yeah, but he also says that they should be treated badly, harshly, yes, without compassion that. Providing compassion to a suppressive person is only encouraging them to be more suppressive. Right. That right. you have to actually like hit them down, beat them down, make them yeah. realize that they're doing bad. Yeah. So if you're a declared suppressive person coming before a committee of evidence, yeah. the members of the committee of evidence are obligated to basically stomp on you as hard as they can. And and the point of the uh, of the of the committee of evidence Mike and Claire like you're saying in regards to a suppressive person is just to torture them. There yes. is no purpose in a committee of evidence to a declared enemy of Scientology. There is no. no unless the person was begging for forgiveness but again they'd have to want to get back into the fold and again the findings would be Scientology uh, processing. Right. You have to then want to be back into the religion of Scientology to yeah, be and pay, doing a and, committee of evidence. And and doing amends projects, mm. like making up the damage and paying money. But again... The, <laughs> but the arbitration was to get their money back. It, I, it's <laughs> insane. It's insane. Yes. Do we have an actual um, findings, uh, Mike and Claire, that we could post of an actual committee of evidence? I'm going to look. I'm going to look and see if I can find one. There may be one somewhere. Um, While we're on that, let me tell you about my first committee of evidence. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tell us. I was 17, Mm -hmm. and it was ordered by none other than David Miscavige himself. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I pretty much thought my life was over. And what were you? Um, what were your crimes, Claire? Well, <laughs> uh, so I was the I was a supervisor at the mm-hmm. time for the Key to Life course, which you've talked about before. And when you're doing the Key to Life course, studying all the small common words and all that, you're not allowed to study anything other than Key to Life. So, what was your crime, Claire? Well, somebody was found studying the What is Scientology oh. book in the course room. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did. And um, and I You actually, allowed, I just want to be clear because we're speaking Scientology jar. Yes. You were <laughs> ordered to a Scientology court-martial because you were allowing a student to read another Scientology book. While on a Scientology course. Not only that, 
And not only that, it was mm. a book that David Miscavige ordered that they read. How's that Just- for seven degrees of separation? <laughs> okay. So Claire, anything yes. else? What, what are your high crimes? Was that a high crime? Uh, yes, because it was violation of policies and right. Um, but but and, Claire, and so what were your I actually, I actually said, you know, I don't think I'm guilty. I I, ple- I pled not guilty on some mm. of them, on some of the charges because they were really extreme. So you walk in, they say, Claire, you have been charged with this crime. What do you plead? And I said, not guilty, because I, I at, at seventeen, I thought, well, God, I'm not going to throw myself on the sword. Like, why would I? shit on myself and say that I'm guilty. Okay. So you said not guilty. And then what happened? Yeah. And so they wouldn't accept that as an answer. Wait a minute. They said, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, we think you're guilty. We think you're guilty. So again, this is not an exception. It's not an exception that they didn't accept Claire's plea. It is the rule. They have already found you guilty. Very important yes. that everybody understand this because this is not yes. an arbitration. And again, not the exception to the rule. They want, like Mike said, what you guys have already said, they have already found you guilty. They want you to say you're guilty so that they can hand out the punishment, the Scientology punishment, and get on with it. Yep. Yes. Right? That's you right. need to get back to yes. your job, Claire. You need to get back to being a Scientologist, Leah, Mike. Like, we don't have time for this. Plead guilty. As we said, you are, and just fucking own it and take it up the ass and let's move on. Yes, right? Okay. Absolutely. So you say not guilty. They go, no, no, yeah. you're guilty, Claire. <laughs> That's right. Well, David Miscavige ordered me to to be brought before a committee of evidence. How could uh, I be this not guilty? A violation of the Constitution. I'm Mike, honestly, when the framers were framing the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. I mean, isn't this the reason for breaking with tyranny was that people had a right to a fair trial? Yes. I mean, honestly, couldn't this be argued in the Supreme Court, Mike, to 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 challenge the 11th district fucking idiots? Couldn't this be challenged under that basis? Mike? This is not a fair trial. This is not a fair. No. No, this is a witch hunt. Is, it's a witch this, hunt more more accurately. You're Leo, you know. once you've got once you get your your uh degree in psychology or whatever yeah. it is, I think you need to get a law degree. Okay. I think you need to Are you go, being sarcastic? Because like, I'm no. really, I'm actually quite no, flattered he's not. right now. Okay. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> I think you need to like go get a law degree and start bringing these sort of these sort of innovative novel common sense. Ideas That's the that campaign, you come up with. Mike. I'm yes. going to run the common fucking sense campaign. There you go. There you yes. go. <laughs> Let <laughs> me just you tell you that. about my yeah. last comev. Yeah. My last comev. Oh, I gotten very wise by then. Wait, wait, like, wait. Well, let's find out what happened, Claire. So, Claire, oh, what ha- I, what ended up I happening? Hope, I hope I wasn't the. Uh, uh, oh, so 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 yeah. I, I was found guilty of all those crimes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> luckily or unluckily, I was not declared a suppressive person. No, but you um, had to you had to make up the damage, Claire, and yes, Scientology. So the findings Sci- and recommendations were I had to do a hundred hours of amends mm-hmm. outside of my you know tw- uh, uh, eight a.m. to midnight job. What do you mean yes. out in the community or doing volunteer? No, work? no. Oh, I'm sorry. No, just, uh-huh. no, no, no. Oh. <laughs> just you know doing more 
hundred hours of amends of um, making up the damage, uh, doing like perhaps working on a construction project that was uh, uh, in Scientology. Okay, and then what yep. else? What else did you have to do? And um, and I had to do lower conditions, which included having to ask every single um, person that worked at the property to let me back into the group. Okay. They had to sign a piece of paper saying that, yes, I had made up the damage and I, they would now let me back into the group. And while I was in lower conditions, that's, you know, they, I was not allowed to, um, be on get eight hours sleep. I wasn't allowed to talk to Mark. I wasn't allowed (laughs) dining privileges, any of that kind of stuff. So now when you say dining privileges, one would, (laughs) no, no, no. Honestly, I like to me, that's probably the best thing that ever happened to you, Claire, but I don't want anybody to get the idea that like Scientology give because you were an executive or high ranking Scientologist that you were given like a credit card and you had special executive dining rooms. You're, you're talking about like rice and beans and shit food yes. at the galley. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah no, I wasn't allowed to So you to weren't eat allowed to table. eat. Right. <laughs> yes. But again, Mike, I, pr- I could pretty much bet this is not within the legal system of America. Yes. To yeah. deprive like people said. of sleep and food and talking to their husbands or wives. Yes. Um, absolutely. Start right. your application for Harvard Law, Leah. Okay. okay. Yes. You want to know something fucked up? Can I just say a little aside? Can I just yeah. tell you something that's just fucked up a little bit that's happening to me right now? Yeah. So, you know, I, I applied to and got into NYU, right? Yeah. And there's all of these kind of prerequisites to registry once you're accepted, right? So you have to register correctly and there's these things you have to do and you know, by the way, maneuvering the website, they should give out like something for that, just a basic, you know, associate's degree, just just give a basic degree just for w- managing the websites. <laughs> Literally had to hire a tutor, get me through the fucking web. Do I go here to read? Where's my homework? Where's my assignment? Okay, anyway. So I have to go through, you know, drug and alcohol. And I'm like, oh, I told my advisor, I go, you know, I've already kind of been through that. And Fucking 50, you know. No, you have to do it. Okay, sure. So I learned all about, like, I, I learned some cool things, right? So I'm looking at this now as like, what is my daughter going to be learning, right? Mm-hmm. And these, this is good information, you know, about, it's like a sex ed. It's also like about drinking and, and what it does to your body and what, you know, the percentage of alcohol in relation to your body weight and all that, okay? And I'm doing the registry and I'm like, do I really, and there's tests, you know, like, watch this scenario. What would you do about bullying? You know, it's, it, it's pretty amazing. Like, so it, it is good when I realize, like, this is what Sophia's going to be hearing. Because God knows, you know, you can't parent your kid once they turn 13. Nothing you say is worth anything. <laughs> right. So I'm thinking, you know, I've already started classes. I'm getting A's. I'm doing well. It's not easy. I have to tell you, not easy, right? But it's really rewarding. I get an email that says, you're not really registered 100% here correctly, and you won't be able to see your next classes unless you're correctly registered here. And I'm like, well, what's the missing element? Like, what do I got? It is the fact that I haven't satisfied them with my high school diploma. The problem is that it is a Scientology business, that when I was a Scientologist, I went to this place called the Denison Academy, which is a Scientology-run 
um, I don't even know what you call it. What is a Denison Academy? I mean, they prepare Never children. Never heard of it. Larry Denison. I know, I know yeah, what you're okay, talking about. Okay. What, is yeah. it, what does he do, Claire? Cause, uh, he was a non, I don't even think he had a teacher. Uh, license. Teacher, yeah, certification. But, but he, they would have people study for the um, California High School proficiency exam. Right. I don't even think the GED. One step lower than that was the California oh. High School proficiency exam. But he okay. would give out the certifications himself. Right. Which so, I have. Yeah. And I, get, I gave them that thinking, because that's all I have. I literally only have this certificate. And yes. I sent that to them. And I said, I, I don't have anything else. They, they said, well, where are your transcripts? And I'm like, I, I don't even know that I, I, I don't know. And so they said, well, you need to email them. And I, I was like, okay. <laughs> They're not allowed to talk to me. They're not going to respond to that. You know, then they said, well, go to the Board of Education, have them email. I was like, okay. They're not going to answer the President of the United States. Like we just, let's cut to the chase. Scientology thinks, you know, I am a evil person that mm -hmm. I don't deserve any help. And so this is kind of holding up my future there. So right now, like I'm sitting in this, Mike, like it's so heartbreaking. Like when I read that email, I was like, it, I don't think you understand what I'm up against. Like, I'm not going to get an answer. I'm not going yeah. to get, be able to provide You're, and, you. And by this. the way, there's many yeah. people that have had that same situation with the oh, really? Denison Academy. Yeah. Yeah. They will not respond to anything to about anyone. Nope. Um, I mean, even if they're demanded to by court, they won't, they will not. Correct. That's right. And uh, Claire and Mike, I honestly don't even believe it actually exists, like the transcript. I think we were all kind of taught how to take the test, not actually, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we didn't, I don't, I don't think we actually met any, you know, education, like a requirement of it. You know what I mean? Like, right. did yes. we read this? Did we do this math? Did we cover the basics? Like, I don't think we even did that. I think it was literally uh, a place that's designed to make you pass the test. Yes, and give you a piece of paper that had no no actual bearing in terms of real world education. Yeah, and it just goes to show you how far like they affect you, right? How far yes. your life is affected yep. after many years of leaving, and and you know, like we're talking about commas, we're talking about committee of evidences. You know, here are people, the people that we're talking about when we're talking about Valerie Haney, the Garcias. You know, these are people who are trying to actually accomplish something in the courts for people after them, not yes. necessarily for themselves, because there is really not a whole lot to gain in these cases. Correct. But there is, it, it really is for a noble reason that they continue to fight because the Garcias had been in this shit for how many fucking years? They could have given up because. Look, they don't, they're not in it for the money because if they were in it for the money, this is not a, a case that's being taken on by the state. This is a case that they have to finance themselves. They're right. losing money every day. You know, right. like, by being involved, they could have given up. The same with you guys when you had your lawsuits. You yes. had, the Church of Scientology ended up coming after you guys for $50,000. Yes. You know, and you hadn't even made $50,000 in the fucking 25 years you were in Scientology. You know, so right. it's just, it's like, it's so insane. And I, I, I don't know how to end this other than to say, Please look at these documents, guys. Please know what you're talking about. And to the Ro what, is, what is his name? Rosenbaum, Rosenbaum, yes, Mike? Rosenbaum. And to Rosenbaum in the 11th district 
appellate court. 11th Circuit Court of Appeals. Thank you. I mean, thank you for being the only person. I appreciate that he, yeah, yeah. exactly. The only person to even try to understand the sham that's going on and not just. Exactly, exactly. And we just need to continue to fight. And if you need any resources from us, you can always contact us. You can always find a way to get to Mike, to Claire. They have websites, they have blogs. There's ways to publicly find us. You don't, but you don't need to publicly tweet us. Uh, we, because Scientology is looking at those things, just FYI. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they will start their fair gaming so that we get nowhere. So uh, right. anything to add, guys? No. Oh, Mike, no. did you want to tell yes. the wrap-up of your comment? Oh, it, it's really short. Okay. I learned, uh, like, after many, many, many comments. I, yeah. I, I didn't even, I lost count. Yeah. The last comment I had, I was in the hole. And I got commented. I was even a suppressive <laughs> person in the hole, and I got commented. And I walked in, and there they all were sitting at the uh, conference table. And I walked in, and they had a list. And they said, "I plead guilty to everything." And they said, <laughs> <laughs> "And they said, Mike, well, do you- Mike chose the fall on your sword option at that point that I was well, trying to what avoid." Was the at di- it made <laughs> absolutely no difference. But it again, was Mike, you make the point. This is not impartial, even when you're a group member. <laughs> and yes. and they all yeah. looked at me and they went, "You can't do that." And I said, "I just did." And they said, well, don't you don't you want to plead mitigating circumstances to anything? I said, no, why bother? It's a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> just mark happened? me down. Just mark me down with a guilty plea. Mike, I'm done. What did they say? What happened? <laughs> they just like, you can't, like that really, they got really pissed. Like uh, I then, wasn't yeah, playing like, the, the game. Result. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, I got declared a suppressive person by that committee of evidence. But I was but already declared already a suppressive declared person. A suppressive person. <laughs> so how could it get worse? But Mike, <laughs> I don't want people to get the idea that uh, because that's, that that it's it's tongue in cheek here because you weren't really considered a suppressive person. The, David Miscavige is only doing that to abuse you because if Correct. you were truly declared a suppressive person like you are now. Right. right, like for real, declared. A I wouldn't have been the international exactly. spokesperson exactly. for Scientology exactly. going so out were, to deal with the they were BBC pretending, and the LA Times. Yeah, they were pretending to declare you just to Correct. You know, stick it yeah. to you. But but if you were seriously a, an enemy of Scientology, they wouldn't be talking to you. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah, and and on a more serious note, I yeah. a, a, com- a comment that I just wanted to make. Mm-hmm. So Leah, you were bringing up the declares, and if mm-hmm. so, if you left Scientology mm-hmm. and now you're let's say a Christian or of another yeah. belief yeah. but you're declared a suppressive person so therefore yeah. your family cannot talk to you right and have no recourse yes that's we're immediately in a complete impasse from a Scientology perspective right like let's say me I yeah you know I'm I'm not um so my family is w- won't talk to me you know I'm de- de- I'm a declared person. The only way that I will ever be able to speak to my family again, according to Scientology, is to go back into Scientology right. and do what they say in their court. Well, yeah, you would have to do A to E steps, which is what Marty Rathbun has done. Uh, and everybody, uh, Mike, you could post the A to E steps, not to be confused with the network A and E, everybody. 
Um, but yeah. I want you to, Mike, if you could post the A to E steps. Yep. This is I what will. a person would have to do. Um, and then we're going to put up, uh, again, Claire, you're right. Uh, you, you know, your parents can't talk to you. There's no, there, there's, you are not. There's no a, recourse. There, no because recourse. Because I will yeah. never go back into Scientology. Right. I have no recourse with again. any, any right. Scientology justice. There's right. nothing. And, and according to them, the only person I can talk to is Mike Ellis. And that's only if I'm deciding I do want to go back into Scientology. Other than that, forget it. I'm done. I'm written off. Like Mike said, uh, um, you know, treat me as a piece of dirt with and and definitely no arbitration. There is just no such thing as arbitration. in Scientology. Right. It's called a committee of evidence. Everybody look it up. Yeah, we'll put it. We'll put this stuff up. And and like you said, Mike, uh, you put up some justice policy. It, uh Mike, there was a there is an um a reference called justice, right? Um yes. in Scientology. I think we should put that policy up as well. Because there's some really great uh policies that Elvin Hubbard has written uh, about uh what he thinks of our uh judicial system, our legal system, and uh good on, on y'all for being played, judges. Yep. Hopefully uh <laughs> they will be um, you know. <laughs> Understand that we we put them there, everybody. Uh, this is not uh, <coughs> the Supreme Court. Uh, this is not a lifetime commitment. They could be voted out. So well, Eleventh Circuit can't. Federal judges can't. What? They're like is the Supreme true? Court. Yes, federal mm -hmm. judges are appointed. Oh, for federal life judges. By you're right. President. You're right. No, you're absolutely right. But district court uh, judges, they they can be. That, um, that is the district court. No, right? I'm Just sorry. so you understand. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no. I do yeah, understand. I'm just saying the wrong court. thing. I, hang on. Let me, okay. What I'm saying is state, state judges, state court judges can be, uh, well, they are voted in and out. So, you know, I, I literally didn't take an interest in this until I actually saw it. You know, I was like, hey, who is this judge? Like, I, you know what I mean? When you get your, yep. you're about, you don't yes. really, but, but please people, we can, I need to start and I will. Start looking at their history. Yes, and uh, what what uh, what you're passionate about does, doesn't have to be this, but uh, you want to see some changes in what happens. Uh, you do. You have you start looking at uh, some of these uh, rulings from these judges, mm -hmm. and start thinking about that when you're voting. Yep. Okay, guys, Absolutely. I cannot thank you enough for constantly exposing this with, with me, with us. I mean, Claire, you're amazing as always. You guys are amazing. I love you both. And thank we you for you. always continuing to fight on because it's, it's hard. It is hard. I'm in, now I'm in a really it's, bad mood. <laughs> don't be, you're, you're an amazing warrior, Leah. I love so you. Keep on fighting. You're an inspiration to so many people. <laughs> thank you, Claire. And to you, Claire. I love you. Love All right. Love you, Mikey. Love you too. Love Thank you both. You. We'll, we'll convene again and do a, a, a knowledge reports one. Yes. I think that would be fun. Yes. My favorite thing. Yes. My, my favorite thing. Okay. All righty. All right. Thank you all for listening. Until next time. Bye. Bye.